0: first
1: the the world champions. Miami Marlins trade deadline outlook this is Ryan Fickleside managing editor at Just Baseball I've got Arm Leighton our co-founder here and I'm just gonna let you roll here Marlins what do they do big fan frustrated fan what is the move for this team I was to say the latter is more correct. Big fan uh, those days. I I don't know.
0: They they may have made me numb at this point, but uh, this is going to be an interesting deadline. They're obviously not going to buy. Um, even though they're four and a half games out of the wild card, which is hilarious. Um, they are banged up. You know, and with so many different guys going down, Jazz Chisholm potentially out for the season. It just it just doesn't look good for them, and they need to kind of focus on twenty twenty three. They're not going to tear it down, but I think somebody. If somebody comes along with an offer that helps them long term and also you know has 2023 in mind, I think they got to think about it. And that means, like John Heyman's report, that just about anybody's available. And that, of course, excludes Sandy Alcantara. He didn't mention Jazz Chisholm, but I would assume that Jazz Chisholm is not going to be shopped or really listened to on offers here. I think he just was more not mentioned because he's basically out for the season already anyways. The Marlins need to consider trading Pablo Lopez, they need to consider trading Garrett Cooper, they need to consider trading just about everybody, uh, but it needs to be for the right pieces. It's not just a dump for lower level prospects. This has to be a, you know, one of those situations where things match up well. I think they have to have to have to trade anybody that, you know, isn't guaranteed on the roster in 2023. Um, That's like an Anthony Bass who has a player option or a club option, but, you know, ultimately sell high on a reliever. Uh, But I would say trade just about anybody. (laughs) I'm open to trading just about anybody. And that even includes Pablo Lopez. I wouldn't want to trade him just to trade him. But if a team comes along with the right offer and can help satisfy your center field needs, maybe help satisfy some of the questions at the hot corner maybe you got to be okay with trading a Pablo Lopez.
1: Well, my question with that is what is the right type of package? Are you looking at, you know, prospects that are close? Are you trying to get a major leaguer already? I think that's the thing here. And I know you're writing an article about this as well, that the five landing spots you see Got kind of, where do you see Lopez fitting on other teams? And again, what type of deal should the Marlins be looking for? I think it's gotta be either a big league piece,
0: which, you know, is is unlikely. And most of the time in today's game, you just don't see big leaguers for big leaguers, but um, you got to try for that or a close to big league ready piece. I think center field is is the key. The Marlins have no center field answers in the minor leagues right now. JJ Bleday was called up and I know they prefer him in a corner, but right now he's playing center. Um, that's really their only answer right now in center. Uh they need to go out and, and find a center fielder that they can trust and more outfielders there and also a third baseman. So, I think you got to look at prospects double A and above and or you know, guys that are close to big league ready. I loved, you know, the Yankee side of things because the Yankees can give you a Everson Pereira, who I really like and is already at the double A level. Great center field prospect. And then they could also throw in an Estevan Florial, who is in triple A already, has seen some big league action and could probably plug straight into the Marlins lineup and play center field. So like those are the kinds of guys I think you're looking for those kind of upper level prospects obviously the packages would be huge uh the dodgers and andy pajes who's in double a he's young but i would love to see him maybe a james outman another guy that's in the upper minors as well like those are the kind of targets i think if the marlins are going to trade a pablo lopez um if they're not going to i don't see how they can answer a lot of their issues garrett cooper's probably their other most valuable chip with you know what he's done offensively and the the control that he comes with but outside of those two guys It's going to be really hard for them to bring in a massive return. Not that many teams are going to want a Jesus Aguilar. Anthony Bass could get you a nice return, but he's not a closer. Um, He's clearly a seventh inning guy. Uh, How many pieces on the Marlins can really get you that legitimate frontline, you know, or not frontline, but legitimate piece that you can feel good about in center field? It's really only Lopez, maybe Cooper, and that's about it. One other name is Christopher Morrell from the Cubs. If the Cubs want to add a pitcher like Pablo Lopez, I would love that as well.
1: Yeah, I think that's an interesting landing spot for sure. And my big question now as we're talking about different guys that can move is, is John Birdie a building block or a trade ship? What do you think?
0: You know, I think I think they're going to listen on him too. And and it sucks because I would love to see Birdie on this team. But you know what? He's, he's on the other side of 30. Um, he's... He's a guy that's kind of been banged up a little bit on and off. And yeah, I love the speed. I love what he brings to the table. And the Marlins could really use him. But they also have Joey Wendell. And if they're holding on to Joey Wendell, which I think they should, he has one more year of control after this year. I I think they could dangle John Birdie. And you know what? There'd be a lot of teams that could use a John Birdie. Um, with leading the league in steals is one thing, but he's he's hitting the ball. I, he can play all over. He's not the best outfielder, but you can stick him out there. He can play shortstop. He can play second. He can play third. You can put that guy anywhere. Plus speed and and you know the bat has been as good as ever. I think that's a guy the Marlins have to listen on, but you know, I don't, if they're not getting a legitimate prospect back there, then, then hold on to him. I think he's, he's a good block to have for next year. Cause I still think the Marlins are thinking about 2023. This isn't a rebuild. They're still in the rebuild. Yeah. They're trying to get, they were supposed to be competing this year. They're not, they got to reshuffle and figure it out. Um. So I think it's one of those things where you listen, but you don't have to trade him. And, and that's a guy that I would rather not, but if the offer's there, hell, I'm open to it.
1: Here's my last question before we close on the Marlins. Um, as a, a frustrated Marlins fan, what's the most frustrating outcome from this deadline? Is it them doing just absolutely nothing? Is it them buying? Like, what's what's the most frustrating outcome that, that you could see happen here?
0: Nothing. I think nothing.
1: Um, because
0: it, it just this is the time, right? You have desperate teams. Doing nothing would suck. Because Garrett Cooper, there's a lot of teams that really need offense and would say, you know what, we'll we'll take that guy. Like when he's healthy, he hits. You know he can hit. Um, Lopez, you know I'm okay with them holding on to Lopez. At the end of the day, he's got two more years of control and he's a really good starting pitcher. That won't upset me. But if you're hanging on to to the you know the guys that I think you really need to to see what you can get for. Uh, that would bother me. Even the Jesus Aguars, dump them. Like, dump him. Like, the biggest thing for me is where they're at now. I want to see them dump some of those guys, get what you can get, and see what you have with some of your prospects, right? Like, see what Bode can do. See what Lewin Diaz can do. See what Peyton Burdick can do. See what some of these other guys are capable of. That's why nothing would be the biggest frustration because you'd have the same veterans who shouldn't be part of your 2023 plans, you know, taking up some of those ABs. That would piss me off the most. I, would, I wouldn't I would mind seeing a Lopez trade, though. I'm happy either way, but the trade better make sense. I would think the worst-case scenario, though, is they trade Pablo Lopez for a return that I hate. That would be the worst-case scenario, and, I, and I'm mentally preparing for all outcomes here.
1: Well, we will see how Arab's mental state is uh, on August 3rd after whatever this Marlins team does at the deadline. Make sure you are checking out that article. He's going to write about Pablo Lopez and all the other deadline coverage we got at JustBaseball.com. Follow us on YouTube here, the State of the Division podcast. Uh, We're going to do 30 Outlooks, 30 teams, so make sure you check all of those out as well.